Our scripture for this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 39 through 52. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Now every year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Do you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. Word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. For all you parents out there, by show of hands, those of you that are willing to admit it, how many of you have lost a child or left a child behind somewhere? I have to say I did. Uh, one time I was uh, leaving the house when we lived in Covington and we had to go about 15 minutes to go to the grocery store because we lived in the country. And we had the minivan and we normally just, you know, had all the kids join in the back of the van and, and drove to town to get stuff and come back. One day we did our usual, we got everybody in the van, we started heading down and we were about five, 10 minutes down the road when I asked Anna a question and she didn't respond. She was very young, so we looked and she wasn't there. We had left her. And I remember that those five to 10 minutes driving back, which were closer to five because I was going so fast, were very uh, anxiety ridden. What we were wondering what had happened. How could we have left our child? I share this story because I can only imagine what Joseph and Mary must have been through on that day when they had been to Jerusalem for Passover like they always did with Jesus and their family members and others who traveled there for this great celebration. And they're going back home and they've traveled a whole day's journey and they start looking for Jesus and they realize we left him behind. He's not here. He's not among our relatives. He's not in the front of the caravan. He's not in the back of the caravan. He's not in the middle of the caravan. Nobody has seen him since we left Jerusalem. That must have been a quick half-day journey back to Jerusalem for Joseph and Mary. 
because I am sure that they hurried back thinking, what have we done? We have left our son, Jesus. Now he was 12, which is good because he wasn't uh, like a small child. He was already 12 years old and, and that was a little bit more advanced. But still, they must have wondered what was going on, how they could lose Jesus. And for Mary, this must have been extra stressful because remember that Mary had been told that this was the Son of God. And I'm sure that she had shared that with Joseph and that they had talked about this. And so how do you lose the Son of God and, and be okay? You can't. It must have been so difficult for them as they went back. So parents out there, if you've ever lost a child, give yourself a little grace. If Mary and Joseph could lose the Son of God, it's going to be okay. You found them, right? You got them back. You brought them home. So it's going to be okay. So they went back to Jerusalem and started looking for him everywhere. And I'm sure that when they went back to town, they started looking everywhere that they had been in all the houses that they had visited, where they, wherever they stayed. They probably asked around. And finally, somebody said, have you looked in the temple? Because I heard there was a boy there that has been talking to the leaders there and asking questions and speaking with incredible wisdom. And Mary must have immediately said, hey, that sounds like my son. I'm gonna go find him. And she went there and they went there immediately because they, they wanted to find him. And when they got there, sure enough, there is Jesus asking questions of the, 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 the leaders of, of the temple and the people that were Pharisees and the people that knew the law and the prophets and the scriptures. And we're told that the people that were listening to him were just amazed at everything he was asking and the things he was answering when they talked back and forth. And right there at age 12, you could already see the wisdom that Jesus had for God's things. But as a parent, I am sure that Mary was just wanting to grab him by the ear and pull him to the side and give him a good reprimand. I mean, after all, she scared her by being left behind. She must have been so worried for his well-being. And she must have been worried about what happens if you lose the Son of God. That can't be a good thing, right? That's definitely in the bad things category. So she said to him, why have you done this to us? Why have you stayed behind when you knew we were going back home? We do this every year. You know, I, I took my son to the, to the mall every, every so often when he was growing up. And he had this habit of hiding between the clothes racks, you know, the, the circular racks that have clothes. He would get underneath and go in the middle and just sit there and be quiet as a mouse. And we would go crazy looking for him. And whenever we found him, we would always say the same thing. We come to the mall all the time. We come to the store all the time. How many times are we going to tell you to stay with us? Don't get lost. Because it scares a parent when that happens. And so Mary told Jesus, you know, you scared us. Don't do that. Don't, don't scare us like this. And Jesus' response to her was very insightful. He says, why were you looking for me? I mean, in a way, Jesus was saying, I've never been lost. I've never been lost. Don't you know that I have to be in my father's house? 
I mean, he was saying to his mother, don't you know that this is exactly what I came for? That this is exactly why I was sent into the world? To be about my father's business? You know, whenever you're with Jesus, you aren't lost. Because he is the truth, the life, and the way. And nobody comes to the Father except through him. So to be with Jesus is not to be lost. But you know, Jesus was only 12, and so he needed to be respectful of his mother. And we are told in Scripture that he went back with them and he obeyed them from there on because he wanted to be able to honor his mother and to be able to keep her from being worried about him, at least until he started his ministry, because we know that Mary must have been a nervous wreck once Jesus began his ministry and went out to speak in public and to get in trouble, as you say, by sharing God's message. But this story is so important for us because it reminds us that Jesus came with an agenda. He came with a plan from God to be able to be about his father's business. And God's business was to save the world. God's business was to reconcile the world to himself through Jesus Christ. God's business was to show the world how much he loved us, how much he was willing to do to save us. And this is why Jesus came to be one of us. The scripture says that Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor as he prepared himself for his ministry. This first episode at the temple was but a glimpse of the things to come. Jesus would speak with authority and power. He would use the word of God in ways that hadn't been used before. He would interpret scripture about himself and tell them that these prophecies that they had been reading about, about a Messiah, were being fulfilled in him. And yet so many would miss it. So many would not believe it. So many would not understand that Jesus indeed was the Messiah and the Savior of the world. Today, I want to encourage you to always be about the Father's business, to always be about the kingdom of God and doing kingdom work. In many ways, Jesus has given us an example that we need to be in the word of God, sharing and asking questions, learning about what God wants in our lives so that we can do it. Today, I want to encourage you to continue to be about the business of the Father, to continue to be in the Father's house, even as you're watching virtually from home. I want to tell you that you are now in the Father's house as you hear this word, because we are the house of God. We are the temple of God when we are about his word and about his kingdom. So I hope that you will continue to be about God's word and about God's kingdom in the new year to come. This is the last Sunday of the year. Soon 2021 will arrive and we will declare a new beginning. Hopefully we'll put 2020 behind and we'll be able to look for a fresh start. I hope that you bring Jesus and his word into the new year with you, that he is your guiding principle and that you continue to make God's business your business in the new year to come. God bless you. 
and have a great new year.